Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 326, meaning we're reading Zechariah 7 and 8, and then we start another brand new book in 1 Peter, and we're reading chapter 1. Now, as we go into this Old Testament passage, we've been continuing for several days now in the book of Zechariah. Now, in chapter 7, while in Babylon, the Jews started a new tradition, fasting on the ninth day of the fifth month to commemorate the destruction of Jerusalem. But a remnant was now rebuilding the city and the temple, and the prophet said that an even greater city and temple were yet to come. So should this fast continue? Well, there is nothing wrong with traditions that do not involve practices contrary to the word of God, but it is good to examine these traditions from time to time to make sure they're indeed meaningful. The three questions we need to ask is, are we doing this unto the Lord? Is it for him? Does doing this help us serve others? There's no point in doing a tradition if it simply pushes others away. And then thirdly, does doing this make us obedient to the word of God? Sometimes our traditions make us walk away from the word of God, especially if our traditions are done in pride. And so as we go to the church, wherever you may attend, don't throw out their traditions, but do ask these three questions. Are we doing them for the Lord? Does it help us serve others? And does doing it allow us to be obedient to the word of God? As we head into chapter 8, Zechariah is still answering the question about the fast, but he uses this opportunity to encourage the Jews in their work. Do not fear is the emphasis of this brief message, and he gave them three promises to encourage them. Number one, God will restore Jerusalem. Number two, God will prosper your work. And then number three, God will turn fasting into feasting. Essentially, the people will have the blessing of God if they continue to not fear this world, but indeed fear the Lord and give reverence to him. I wonder, do you trust the promises of God in your life? Or are you running around looking to what this world can provide? Let's now head into our New Testament reading and we have First Peter. Now the Apostle Peter was chosen to be the first to take the gospel to the Gentiles, but his ministry was primarily to the Jews. He wrote these two letters to believers scattered in five different areas of the Roman Empire, two of which the Apostle Paul was not allowed to enter. Now, as Peter continues to write, he writes about the grace of God. And Peter tells us how to live as aliens in a hostile world. The theme of the second letter is spiritual knowledge. And so first we must understand the grace of God before we can indeed grow in our knowledge of Christ Jesus. In chapter 1, we're told that we are chosen by the Father, who gives us new birth. We're set apart by the Spirit, who gave the word and enables God's servants to declare it and give sinners the faith to believe the promise. And we've been purchased by the blood of God's Son, who died for us, rose again, and is coming for us to give us our great inheritance. This salvation in Jesus is a birth. It's a spiritual birth. A birth that Jesus explained to Nicodemus, that when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you are born from above. You receive hope and love for Christ and his people. This salvation, though, can also be called redemption. The apostle is referring to the Passover feast here. Jesus is the lamb slain for us and his blood was sprinkled to shelter us. The Jews in Egypt had to be ready to depart and we must have the same attitude. When Jesus comes again, we will make our exodus from this world into the promised land that he has provided for us. 
Friends, I hope that as you read through these passages today, you're truly exhilarated and excited to know that you're a child of God if you place your salvation hopes in Jesus. That is something that should fill us with great joy today. And so my prayer today is very simple. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Jesus and salvation in his name. We pray this in your name. Amen.